I'm Megan. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to the Travel Mug Podcast. Every episode, we talk about travel destinations, interesting trivia, and even some travel fails. Let's dive into today's episode. Don't forget to travel mug. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Travel Mug Podcast. Today, we're going to be chatting about what to do in Nova Scotia in the fall. Uh, I know. And I just want to say hi, Megan, because it's been a while since it's just been the two of us. Hi, Jennifer. <laughs> We've had some really great guests over the last couple episodes, um, Alicia and Kara, and those were really fun episodes. Yeah, we've been, we've been lucky. I know. And so we're talking about fall, but I just want to say, even though it's technically September, fall doesn't start until September 22nd. It is still summer. I'm just saying, I'm hanging right. out. Right. And when you, and, and when you don't have kids, I mean, summer just lasts into like whatever. <laughs> into I'm going to ride that out. <laughs> anyway, Nova Scotia is pretty amazing in the fall and there's so much to do. And we just want to say as a caveat, uh, we hope we don't have to keep saying this forever and ever, but for any events you might chat about, please check online or with the businesses directly to see what their pandemic plans are or if the events are still happening. I think for most of the events we're talking about, we do say if they're still going on. But anyway, let's dive in. What fun can we get up to? Megan, what's our first thing? Well, as you and I eat a lot of these, um, we're going to start off with local veggies and some farmer's markets. It is harvest time, and now is a really great time to visit your local farm market and buy some local produce. I mean, Really, this happens all year round here or like, you know, like summer, fall anyway. But the Annapolis Valley, which we've talked about several times in the podcast, has some of the best markets in the province, along with there being, of course, lots of other fun things to do. (laughs) And we do have some great produce providers during the summer and fall months. And we're fortunate too, and I really have to say, especially here in Nova Scotia and Atlantic Canada, really this summer, we have had some rainfall. Uh, We would love to share that with the country. So we're very (laughs) sorry. Um, But it is going to make for some great fall produce. So keep your eyes peeled for corn, squash, Brussels sprouts, potatoes, and more, including what Jen's about to talk about, which is oftentimes in fall, the star of the show. the show apple picking is the next thing we're going to talk about or you pick so like we said the annapolis valley is by far the best place to go in the province um, if you want to pick apples so there's a lot of great farms ryan and i really like elderkin's farm market just it's in wolfville just outside kind of the main drag they have lots of varieties of apples they also have pumpkins they have amazing baked goods there's also other you pick items um, that are not really in the fall but like strawberries and that sort of things there I love it there. It's really fun. And uh, the other popular place is Noggins. Um, I haven't gone you picking there, but I know. I have actually. Look at you. Uh, No, and I'm not much of a you picker. Yeah. I went probably, I mean, it's probably been, I'm going to say 10 plus years. I'm going to say like maybe even a little bit more at this point, but it was fun. We went with a group of friends and it was enjoyable. It, I thought you pick is such a funny thing. So you have to really want apples in order to do this because you get a like it's a giant bag. Yeah, I know you and I are are two couples, right? Like, how many apples can you eat? So we do usually end up like baking with a lot of you know apple pie, apple crisp, that sort of thing. But maybe it's different if you have kids that will actually eat a lot of apples. Um, but on the other hand of that. Sometimes you drive really far, depending on where you are. If you drive really far, an apple picking doesn't take as long as you think it's going to. 
Well, it's not like strawberries and blueberries, but you're squatted down for half the day. You get like one bag and you're good to go in 20 minutes. You're like, well, there's our outing. (laughs) So plan other things. There's lots of other things to do. Plan other things in the air. Yes. Um, So like you were saying, noggins, um, I think they are a little bit more like family friendly, uh, like a family destination. They have like a haunted house and they do some other stuff. They have pumpkins as well. Um, if you're on the South Shore, like me, I recommend Indian Garden Farm. Uh, so it's just outside Bridgewater. They don't have apples, um, but they do have pumpkins and a corn maze, which is going to segue into our next thing to do. I love that. So yes, the good old corn maze. Um, so of course, there's noggins, like you mentioned. And then there is the haunted corn mazes, such as River Breeze Farm, which is just outside of Churro. Now I have to say, I have been to a corn maze, like a regular corn maze, just once. We'll talk about the haunted one in a second. But have you corn mazed it? I have. So I've actually only done it, I think, twice, once as a kid. And then the second time I went, we went with friends. We went in September 2019, probably a week or two after Hurricane Dorian. Right. So good planning, guys. It was a little flattened, as you can imagine, hurricane and all. So yeah. um, you know, I could kind of see where you were supposed to be going. And <laughs> I'm five feet tall, for those of you who don't know. So like pretty much everybody could see where you're supposed to be going. They didn't even give you like the little flags, like in case you got lost because you could see everyone. Um, but it was really fun and I, I would do it again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Well, see, I definitely would have had no issues there being no, a foot no. taller. <laughs> um, so yes, River, River Breeze Farm. It was terrifying to me, the corn maze. I'm the type that's really scared easily. Like I know I live with someone else, but when he enters a room unexpectedly, <laughs> I'm terrified. If he chases me up the stairs, you would think I'm being murdered. So I did find it scary. No surprise. But really, we were being chased by like people with like a chainsaw. I found this alarming. It did terrify me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, they're very popular. People love that kind of thrill. And I actually have been to several of those even out just outside of Halifax as well. So obviously, There's a thrill there somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you do want to go, they're usually very popular if it's a nice like October evening, especially. Mm -hmm. So I would always recommend to get there early because there's usually a line. Yeah, I have zero interest in a (laughs) Absolutely none. Some of my friends. Are you a scaredy cat like Yeah, I am. I am. I do not love it. I don't. And I (laughs) I just don't like that stuff. I don't know. I feel like I used to, like as a teenager, you know, love scary movies. And then I got traumatized by the grudge and I can't (laughs) do it. I can't. I hate it so much. That's hilarious. Well, at least you know your boundaries and that's always very important. I do. Uh, So the next one I want to talk about is a maze, but it is of the sunflower variety. I don't know this one. So I actually... Um, found this recently. So it's Dakeen Farm in Falmouth. So it's only available for a short time. So if you're listening to this, you got to do it soon. Um, it's usually like mid-August, early October. And instead of corn, you wander through a maze of sunflowers, which is much better for the Instagram, if you right. ask me. Um, I haven't been yet, like I said, but I think we're going soon. I might even go before this episode comes out. So... I don't 
Maybe. Look at you making it come to life. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right, then. All right. So next up, which, of course, everyone is just waiting for this because they're like, duh, <laughs> um, which is fall foliage drives, particularly uh, the Cabot Trail. So in case you don't know, although you should if you're a regular listener, we do have a whole episode on Cape Breton, maybe a couple. I don't even two, know. Uh, yeah, two, two episodes on Cape Breton. One of them is the Cabot Trail. Like One about the Cabot yeah. Trail, yeah. So we won't go into too much detail, but the Cabot Trail is literally famous for its fall foliage. I'm sure if you'd like literally put in to Google <laughs> um, fall foliage, Cape Breton or Cabot Trail, there's like tons of pictures Mm -hmm. unfortunately it's really hard to time and I have experienced that thinking this is going to be perfect but I'm either like a week too early a week too late like where are the leaves and they do change and it really depends on the weather so usually just to be safe somewhere in the first couple of weeks of October is peak colors now have you been for this time of year to the cabbage so last year our oh yeah so you're in Cabot everything was closed everything was closed but not the cabbage Trail. No, I mean the, the drive was open, but do right. not go after Thanksgiving weekend. People just don't do it. But we so my my family, I have family in Cape Breton, as you know if you listen to this podcast. And the week before going, my grandfather's like, you missed it. Like you missed the peak. I'm so sorry. But we really we did miss the peak on like the Inganish side of the trail, but we got the peak on the other side. Gotcha. So, it, it is what it is. I think it's probably like 10 people in the world have ever timed this absolutely perfectly. And they're <laughs> driving the cabin trail every day or something like, right. I think it's just impossible. So maybe try to like taper your expectations a little bit, but you're definitely going to see some beautiful, beautiful spots. I definitely recommend uh, taking the time to pull over at the lookoff points because I mean, you're driving, especially if you're the driver, you can't take it in as much as you right. really should. And so pull over. There's also plenty of hiking. We'll talk a little bit more about that later if you're into that. Um, but if you can't make it to Cape Breton, there are a couple other amazing places to see. So thanks to listener Heather, she suggested the look off on the North Mountain in Canning. So that's always a good spot to stop. Earltown Lake and the Portage Trail in Earltown. And then I Googled it and they said along the Mersey River, which flows from Kedgie to Liverpool and like basically in front of my house. So I'm excited. Really? Mm-hmm. There you go. And I actually wanted to add one too. We got pictures taken a few years ago in Valley View Provincial Park, which actually is a view of Bridgetown and surrounding areas down, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess that's the Annapolis Valley, but like yeah. up further. But Valley View Provincial Park, the look off is beautiful. So I could only imagine. Um, actually, we were there in the fall and there were, it's in our pictures now that I remember. Um, <laughs> and the view was really lovely. So I would also definitely recommend that as a look off. And the park itself was really lovely too. So just as an added bonus. <laughs> I mean, we have a lot of trees in Nova Scotia. So I feel like basically anywhere to go. You're really just drive down the 103 and you're, you're going to see some fall foliage. You don't, need to make, you don't need to make it complicated. And like Jen said, there's nothing else to look at. So no. there you go. At least it's pretty that time of year. Exactly. What do we got up next? Okay. If you're looking for a little something spooky, ghost tours. 
So we actually did this last year, Megan, as a double little double date trip. Uh, we did the Halifax Ghost Walks, which is the longest running ghost walk in North America. Fun fact. It's as old as I am. It started the year I was born. Oh, adorable. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> but that was really fun. Like, they kind of told um, some stories of, like, things people had seen and kind of history of Halifax. And I don't know, two two hours maybe yeah and I had fun I just wish I'd had one more layer of clothing yeah it was a bit chilly like yeah dress warmly yeah just dress for the occasion yeah what else do we have here valley ghost walks so they rotate uh, between different communities in the Annapolis Valley so it's more of a family-friendly experience I I mean I wouldn't say the one that we did wasn't family-friendly no but anyway, this, the Valley Ghost Walk kind of says they're more of a family-friendly uh, experience. So I'll link their calendar in the show notes because they, it bounces around a bunch of different communities. Um, and the last one I want to talk about is the Annapolis Royal Candlelight Graveyard Tours. They're not running this year. Put them on your list through 2022. I've always wanted to do it, and I guess I'll have to wait another year. I'm sure it won't kill We're me. all living for what's now 2022. To be fair, this one is um, uh, not running, not due to COVID, but oh. because the main guy who runs them had knee replacement surgery. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. So, I mean, not, not COVID. At least that part is refreshing. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I wish him a speedy recovery, but it's refreshing that it's not due to COVID. I know. Good Gracious. And speaking of walking around, let's right. talk about hiking. So much like the drives for fall foliage, fall is an amazing time to go hiking because in theory, you won't sweat to death, which I mean, we did Franny this summer and nearly sweated to death. So yes. I didn't sweat to death when I did Franny. So there you go. And I did in October. Oh, that is true. Okay. Well then you're just canceling out exactly what I just said. <laughs> Um, so some of our favorites, uh, Cape Split, which of course is in the Annapolis Valley, mm-hmm. somewhere in between New Minus and Wolfville, they have opened a new loop, which adds seven extra kilometers of coastal views, which yes, that's a lot of kilometers, but I bet it's beautiful. Yeah. Have you done Cape Split before? We did it maybe 10 years ago or something. Yeah, no, so- five. <laughs> the last time we did it was the, we actually, we got engaged at the end of Cape Split. Oh, um, gosh. I know. But that was the last time we did it, and that was seven years ago. Yeah. Um, so I would really like to go there. I'm really excited because it is, if you've ever done Cape Split, it used to be just an in and out um, thing. So you saw the same thing on the way back as you did going in. And now it's a loops, or most mostly a loop. So you don't aren't looking at the same trees. Um, and it's along the coastline instead of a lot of it was in the woods before, which right. is a, a lovely walk, but like we like the coastline. So exactly. I don't I don't know how we're not sick of it, but we're not. We're not. <laughs> um and it is it is kind of a moderate hike. Like yes. so I would just yeah. I would say that just to prepare yourself as well. Next up is Victoria Park in Truro. We have been there it is a lovely park. You have to do the Jacob's Ladder stairs just to say you did. Yeah. Um, but some really great things to look at there as well in terms of uh, fall foliage. From listener Mandy, so she recommended Kejimikujik National Park. Lots of hiking trails, trails to choose from. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went there a ton when I was a kid. We have camped a couple of times as adults. It's honestly beautiful no matter what time of year it is there. And uh, I can only imagine it in the fall. I'm not sure I've been that time of year. Yeah, I, 
despite the fact that I grew up very close to Keji and now live very close to Keji, I've been exactly one time. So I need to and, get my butt there. And wasn't that just recently? No, I went as a ch- kid. I've never oh, been as an adult. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, we should go there. It's a day trip for us now. Like I'm, I'm not a camper. I don't want to sleep in a tent. I just don't no. want to do that. Um, but I would go and do a little hike. So I need to, I need to write that down. Yeah, that would be great because I mean, there's lots of lovely weekends in the fall, let's hope. So like we were talking about Skyline Trail, Cape Breton Highlands National Park. We actually just did this in June when we were there. It is a very easy trail. Um, I would definitely recommend it, especially if you're a family and you want to make sure your kids are safe. Definitely super uh, easy trail. And at the end, if it's not blowing a hundred kilometers an hour, (laughs) like it was when we were there, you can go down to the end of the platforms to get that beautiful, Mm -hmm. iconic picture of the highway there around the Cabot Trail. And then as we've already mentioned, and honest to goodness, we've mentioned like three times because we're all just happy we survived Franny Mountain, if you dare. Now, is it, I think we've talked about this before. I think Cape Bretoners call it Franny. So yes, my grandfather told me it was Franny and then we were doing the trail and people were calling it Franny. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Cape Bretoners, if there's any listening, I'm very sorry, but I feel like you pronounce things wrong. A lot I think this, time. I mean, if it's Franny, there's two ends. Right. I don't Franny, know. Franny. I feel like it's Franny. I have an English <laughs> degree. We're going with Franny. <laughs> I have a degree in our language decision, (laughs) (laughs) but honestly, call it what you want. It's a difficult hike. So definitely do it. If you want to challenge it, it is worth it at the top, but just keep that in mind. Yes. Um, also there's a billion hikes in Nova Scotia. Obviously we didn't mention them all. There's a billion hikes in Cape Breton alone. Um, so these were just some highlights, but like, no matter where you live in Nova Scotia, there are hiking trails near you. I promise. Check them out in the fall. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to talk about festivals, which oh, yes. of which we have a lot of festivals. We do. We're, we're into it. Okay. Let's, let's run through this list. The first one I'm going to talk about is the Devour Fest in Wolfville, which is celebrating food and film. Delicious. Amazing. Good combo. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I want it. Um, so they're offering a hybrid virtual and in-person festival this year. Um, so, we're getting there. <laughs> yeah. You can go watch a movie. You can go eat some food. I'm not sure how you eat food online. I guess maybe they're giving you recipes. I, do, I don't know. Buy your own groceries and watch a film. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, it sounds really fun and uh, definitely would check that out. The next one is the Celtic Colors International Festival in Cape Breton. So it's usually a combination of concerts, workshops, lots of events around the islands. This year, it is once again 100% virtual, which kind of sucks, but yeah. it, is, it is what but it, it is. is. It is what she is. Indeed. And next up, we have the Halifax Oyster Festival. That is exactly what it sounds like. You eat oysters at Birch and Anchor on the Benford Basin. We went there last year on our wedding anniversary. It's a lovely spot. Um, and there will be different oyster farmer booths and live music. So this is actually going to occur in 2021. Yes. They did it last year too, I think. Oh, I know. So bold. Crazy. I know. I know. And then just like in Germany, but not 
<laughs> Oktoberfest, which is in Halifax and a combination of Garrison Brewing and the Stubborn Goat, serving authentic Bavarian cuisine, beverages, and music. Dates are not yet announced for 2021, but their Facebook page says big news coming soon. So that's either a cancellation <laughs> <laughs> or information on the 2021 uh, events. So yeah. let's stay tuned. I mean, I didn't take, yeah, I guess it could be bad news, but big news one way or the other, I guess. One way um, or the other. Yeah. I mean, if it's taking place, Megan, I think it's the closest you're going to get to Germany for a little bit. That is very true. <laughs> Uh, the next one I want to talk about is the Kentville Pumpkin People Festival. So it's Love it. I know. All of October, basically, the 2nd to the 29th. So it's really fun to visit Kentville during the Pumpkin People. So they always choose a theme, and I looked it up today, and the theme is Dino Discovery. So Ooh. I'm guessing you're going to see a lot of dinosaurs made out of pumpkins. A lot um, of eggs, too. Like pumpkins probably painted oh, eggs. Very, yes. I'm going to be real disappointed if no one makes the Flintstones. <gasps> yes. I mean, I'm just saying, if anybody from Cantville is listening and you have not made the Flintstones. I'm what are you with, even doing? What are you even doing? Anyway, so it's basically, if you don't know what it is, people and businesses make up over 300 pumpkin people. So the head is a pumpkin. It's basically a scarecrow with a pumpkin head. Yeah. I guess is how I'd describe it. Um, and you can walk around the town or drive around the town to see them all. Um, it's really fun. It's yeah, cool. I like it. We went, I got some fun pictures I'll maybe put up on social media during mm-hmm. the the uh, couple weeks we have this one out. But yeah, we went and it's it's interesting. People are really creative and I love that. Yeah, I love that too. Uh, and the next one is Nocturne. So that's a nighttime art festival in Halifax. And it's taking place this year, October 13th to 16th. They haven't released their schedule yet. So stay tuned, but that's usually, or last year, I think they did a combination of in-person and some online stuff. So right. hopefully more in-person stuff. So Entree is in Windsor, Nova Scotia. It is Canada's largest climbing course, and you, of course, could do it through the fall foliage. They have 18 courses and over 50 zip lines. Of course, more fun to do in the cooler fall air as well. You know, summer is great, but of course, it's a bit warmer when you're doing outdoor activities. So something to really do that's fun in the fall. I love a zip line. We've done a couple when we've traveled down south and they're super fun. And I've been not to Entree, but I have been to Trigo in Moncton or outside of Moncton, which I'm assuming is quite similar. And it terrified me. I'm not into, I'm not into <laughs> I'm not no. into this, no. but there are lots of people at maybe your jams. So you go for it. You go for it. I am also terrified of these things. So Brian did uh, entree for his bachelor party and wow. had like the most amazing time. I will probably never do it. Um, but that's okay. I'm fine. And that's okay too. And Peter did finish the course we did and he had a great time, but I did. I tried two things and I'm like, I'm going to fall and die. So let's just end this here. Yeah. I did the one in Moncton. <laughs> did the one in Moncton. <laughs> Not really. I started the one in Moncton. That's me too. And I cried and I okay, stopped I didn't on cry, But I understand. Yeah. I, um, it was my birthday too. It was very sad. Anyway, <laughs> any, anyway. Now you all know how that's a good, I am. a good story. Okay, what's next? Where are we headed next? We're headed to the farm. Oh, the farm. Hatfield Farm in Hammond's Plains. Um, so 
hay rides are a big part of what attracts people to Hatfield Farm in the fall, but they also have a petting zoo and pony rides if you're bringing little humans along with you for the adventure. Uh, so they host events, of course, such as weddings, but as fall turns into winter, they do sleigh rides, weather permitting, of course, because fall goes until, like, December 22nd. It does. So... I'm very, like, rigid about the seasons. They start and end on the date that they're supposed to, and that is it. I don't like people, like, pumpkin spice lattes are out. People are like, it's fall. And I'm like, it is not. I saw Halloween uh, candy at the store, so mm-hmm. I understand your your troubles. I don't like it. <laughs> no. Okay, where are we off to next? Another farm, Ross Farm Museum in New Ross, Nova Scotia. I've been here several times. So Ross Farm right now is by booking only. And you can find Ross Farm, coincidentally, uh, on the South Shore, in between the South Shore itself and the Annapolis Valley on the aptly named New Ross Road. At the museum, you are transported back in time. And I want, this quote was good. It was from their website. At Ross Farm Museum, we want our visitors to understand the importance of the land in Nova Scotia's past. We want you to see why we take pride in our rural heritage. Let us help you discover what life was like on a Nova Scotia farm during the 1800s and early 1900s. Like they take you way back. It's like if you go to Annapolis Royal and there's, or you know where I mean? And they're dressed in the old garb, et cetera. (laughs) Plus apparently they have wagon rides and that seems to be a theme in the last couple of things. So there you go. People love the wagon rides. I, I, maybe, I think I've been to Ross Farm Museum. I don't remember. Like I must have been a child and- it's just funny that you said New Ross Road because that is the way that we would get to the valley when of I course. was a kid, right? Because that you drive up to Chester and then you cut across New Ross Road. And I, I haven't been on New Ross Road in a long time, but it is windy and I feel like it was always very bumpy. And my brother got car sick. And so that is my memories of New Ross Road, which are not the most fond of memories, I will tell you. We just traveled it, I'm going to say this summer. I can't remember when. I have no idea now. But it was just this summer. And it Mm -hmm. was exactly as you described. Plus, I'm very familiar with that road as well. Because when my father would return me to Acadia University, Ah. that's where we would cut through as well. So good old New Ross Road. Yes, yes. All right. So the last place we're going to talk about is the Sensi Nordic Spot in Chester. Now, of course, Sensi is open all year. It's open through the winter all year. But I visited last year in October and I had a really amazing time. So the idea of a Nordic spa is to raise your body temperature. So they have hot tubs, saunas, etc. And then you cool down. So you do like a cold plunge. They have like a cold pool. They have um, spots where you literally like stand under a bucket and pull a rope and it dumps like ice cold water on you. And then you relax. And they have really comfy, like, chairs. And, like, some of them chairs have fire pits, like, if it's cold outside. Uh, they have hammocks, some of the water. And then you repeat that at least three times to get the full experience. Um, you feel so relaxed there. Like, so relaxed. Like, I'm terrified I, of the cold water part. Tell me tell me how I would get through okay, that part. So I did not do the bu- bucket of water thing over my head. I couldn't do it. But I did get in the cold pool. Um, and then also I felt like, because we got out of the water, or the warm water, and then it was cold because it was October. It was like middle to end of October. So I felt like that was kind of cold too. 
I might have that cheated. seemed like the cold part to me. I, I cheated maybe a little bit. <laughs> it's really fun. It's a it's very nice and very relaxing. And I definitely want to go again. All right. Well, I would like to go sometime too. Yeah. I'm like, I'm really excited for fall now that we've been talking about this. I am a summer lover. Summer is my season. But I'm excited. There's so much going on. Are you, is there anything you're looking forward to the most, Megan, about fall? Um, well, we have a big vacation planned at the end of September, but that doesn't include Nova Scotia. So that doesn't fit so much. So I would say, honestly, though, <laughs> I, I do love, and I'm also, I didn't used to be, but I also love summer and it's so short here and mm-hmm. you have to enjoy every moment. And then I do love putting on a sweater and some jeans at some point, but then it lasts for so long. Yeah. Um, and so that makes it painful. So I do just enjoy those, that perfect amount of fall though. It is yes. a really, it's a lovely season just in general. Yeah. There's like a month where it's like, or yeah. three weeks, this is real good. And then it yeah. starts to get too cold and I'm like, never mind, take me back. I know. The only thing I don't like about fall is that it leads to winter. Mm. Mm. Yeah, there, there is that. There is that indeed. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. This has been really fun. We are the old, just the two of us back together. It's been enjoyable. <laughs> the OGs. The OGs. Um, as always, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Travel Mug Podcast. Uh, we'd also love it if you'd write a review on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a travel loving pal. Um, if you ever have any like episode suggestions or things you'd mm-hmm. like to have us chat about, we'd love for you to reach out. Um, we certainly have lots of ideas going forward, but we're always open to something if you'd like us to dive in a bit deeper. Definitely. Yeah. So thanks so much again. And uh, we'll chat with you soon. Bye. Happy fall. Bye.